2: Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu Gi Oh! podcast. I am Sonny here, hosting with Caleb, your boy. That's it. All right. Uh, thank you all for coming in and listening today. We're going to lead in with some quick play news. Uh, the OCG Utopia Structure Deck uh has confirmed that they will have a maxi reprint as well as a skullmeister reprint which is nifty i yep. guess good for them um
3: then it's also gonna have a new card called utopic astral hope it's a uh normal summon uh searcher like stratos but you can search for any exceed spell or trap
2: on a motto spell trap zexal spell or trap or a number spell a trap basically you can grab whatever you want that's relevant for the deck pretty much and pretty. level four so it lets you right into the ship. yeah pretty good stuff um yeah that's actually all we have for quick play news it must be awful nice though to be in the ocg and not only have maxi but be getting reprints of maxi yeah even the banned commons are like eight dollars over here yep
3: kind of ridiculous yeah. but it is what it is
2: all right we're gonna do a quick ad break and then probably the rest of the episode will be nothing but uh tournament results oh yeah Alrighty now. Before we get into the tournament results, I just want to do a quick drop on. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and at Top Cut Podcast. I'm at uh, what am I? At? Oh yeah, at Dat Chumley and Caleb. You're at Jim the Man Seventeen. Correct. Yep. Alrighty, awesome. Well, we're not gonna keep you waiting. We're gonna go ahead and get into the results. We're gonna start off with. Let's see here. Let's start off with the latin america remote duel invitational because all we actually have for information wise for this is the top four in the finals which is not ideal but honestly it's kind of difficult to find tournament results outside of your own geographic zone we've found yeah so like even if you go to the like the konami latin america page it's not like the best amount of information
3: yeah yeah they don't give any deck lists or anything like that uh and so they don't give any sort of deck information until they cut to top four
2: yeah, which is less than ideal.
3: Yeah. Uh, so in the top four we have Alexis D running Subterror versus Ali P running Dragonlink, and Santiago M who's running Dragonlink versus Leonardo L who's running Invoked Dogma Dolls, which I which is
2: I thought was a cool way to say the deck name. I do kind of like that. Yeah, Dogma Doll. And the finals was Leonardo L with his Invoked Dogma Dolls versus Santiago. Wait. Did they go back and replay each other in the finals? Uh, I don't know.
3: It might, it might have been versus Allie P and I, and, I, and I made a mistake in the notes. Okay, so we're going to say... Was, it was Invoked Dogma Dolls versus Dragon Link in the finals. Which means it must have been Leonardo L and Allie P. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Leonardo L's Invoked Dogma Doll deck won out.
2: Uh, the, won the day. Oh boy. The deck that didn't get hit on the list won the whole event.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Granted, this was pre-ban list when this went off anyway, but that is what it is. Right. Uh, let's see. And then we have the Luxury
2: Championship Series 14. All right. So in Swiss, um, the most represented deck was Dragon Link with 27. Then there was 19 pure Zodiac decks, 17 tri decks, which was one pure and 16 Zodiac Tri-Brigade. Eleven Drytrons, five nister five Invoke Dogma dolls, four pranks, four Mech Knights, and thirty-one Other. So you're looking at almost as many Dragon Link as other, other which yeah. is insane.
3: Um, something else yeah. I noticed was uh, that's a lot of Atignister.
2: <laughs> five nister is not a small amount. Same amount as Invoke Dogmatica Shadal, but yeah, that's the, the thing that's really alarming to me here is. 19 pure Zodiacs? Yep. Wow, that's a lot. It, it's crazy that people still want to play pure Zodiac when the Tri Brigade version of the deck is just better. It's got
3: more backflip plays that it can fall into should it ever need to do so due to something horrible happening to its zoo package.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's less of a. The Tri Brigade Zodiac version of the deck is way less reactive and far more proactive it's it's a deck that's much more mid-range much less grind sure it has the grind game if it needs it but having that mid-range ability just to jump out there build you know not necessarily a board but put interruptions out on turn zero more so than just pure Zuyak. Um, while still having the ability to go into Zeus, while still having the ability to link climb end games with access code, um, I mean, really, I don't see how it's just crazy to me that so many people are playing pure Zoo. So, I mean, it could also just be that people really like the
3: deck. I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Um, anyway, so the next then they had day two, which was the top twenty five decks, which are which is anyone who was X and one or better day one. We had 9 Pure Zoo, 6 Dragon Link, 5 uh, Zodiac Tri-Brigade, 1 invoked Dogma Doll, 1 Drytron, 1 Praying tit Kids,
2: 1 Altergeist, 1 Act at Ignister. It's really interesting that <clears throat> you have 11 represented in Swiss for Drytron and only 1 translated to uh, Day 2. And then uh, of the 19 Pure Zoo, 9 translated, making it the most represented in Day 2.
3: Yep, and then twenty out of 27 Dragon Link decks,
2: only 6 made it to Day 2. I think a lot of that is because so many people know what Dragon Link does these oh, at, days. Yeah, and they know where what hand trap uh, to drop and when to drop it. Right. So I mean, cuz realistically a well-timed beer can really hurt that deck.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no. Um, and this this is
2: all I mean, keep in mind this this will be airing on what the 25th. Yeah, something like that. So if this is airing on the twenty fifth, we're still a week out from the new format, and but at the same time, all these tournament results are these are results are happening before the ban list drops.
3: Yeah, the, these are all old, uh, you know, pre July twenty twenty one ban list stuff. So LP still allowed,
2: Strikers right. at three, Trident um, is still at one.
3: Uh, something else I noticed about this was. I think Dino, Dino was probably under other.
2: Yeah, here. so you're looking at th- two, three, maybe even only one Dino. Yeah, which, which didn't even make it to day two. two. Which is crazy to me because Dino's so strong with the introduction of Scrap Raptor. Yep, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Dino's insane.
3: And this is while Misc is still a three, right? Like, this is still this is absolutely fascinating. Was it? I mean, was it a medical call just to not bring the Dino and bring something else?
2: I think, may, well, I don't know about Dino being a Metacall, but I do know, the more I think about it, I think Pure Zoo is a Metacall. Because if you're in an extremely combo-heavy format, which, I mean, look at the rest of the the decks. I mean, we're talking 27 Dragon Link. The Tri Brigade is more or less combo. It's more mid-range than actually combo. It, it, co- it combos in the mid-range. Yeah, more or less. Uh, 11 Drytron, that's a straight combo. Uh, at Ignister... Com- uh, it's combo. Combo. You know, Prank Kids, which is, again, mid range. I understand. But the point is, you have all these combo decks, which Pure Zoo has an amazing matchup against, including the new Dino deck. The new Dino deck is combo. Straight up. Oh, yeah.
3: Which all that, which you, you can obviously that being translated into day two with all this combo floating around and the number one most represented deck on day Zoo. two
2: is Pure Zoo. Right. I, I really think this is what it is because realistically, when you're running Pure Zoo, you're running like a 10 card zoo package three Thoroughblade, three whiptail three ram ram one rapier so that's 10 main deck monsters then you're running 310 key one zodiac barrage so like a night like a 14 card zodiac package maybe tech in a bunny blast as needed um, if you really feel that way yeah depending on what you're planning on seeing that day but the really interesting thing to me is that once you get past those fourteen car- that fourteen card core, you've got twenty six slots to do what you want with. You can run triple ash, triple droll. You can run triple. You can run a d shifter in this deck, dimensional shifter. You know, you can run your I- St- IDPs, your solemn strikes, your torrential tributes, and I mean, you run, you run, you're gonna run two, at least two zeus. You know, so being able to have the versatility, I guess, is nice. And then side-decking becomes so easy at that point because just tech out all the cards that are suboptimal for your matchup, you know. Yeah. The, if you're playing against Drytron, maybe tech out one thing and then go into, you know, you're probably already main-decking Droll at that point, but yeah. come come out of one thing and go into Nibiru or come out of a different thing and go into whatever, you know. Well, in Prison of Mirrors if you're on that. Right. So. Um... <clears throat> Then we have the actual top sixteen. Right. So this was basically that was top twenty five, and this is top sixteen. Yeah. Uh, we got five pure zoo, four zoo
3: brigade, three dragonlink, one drytron, one dogma doll, one well invoke dogma doll, one prank kid, and one at ignister. That Ad, man, them ignister is staying on top. It's really
2: interesting to me that at ignister made it this far.
3: So. I mean, I guess Dark Infant was just exactly what they needed.
2: The Blink one? I mean, the card is really good, to be fair. So. I mean, obviously. Um. I want to say the finals was Zoo Brigade... What was the finals? I don't know. I know the finals for the PPG... Was um, So first place was Zoo Brigade. Um, Here's who it looks like. Nope, nope, never mind. You know, no, it was straight up Zoo Brigade. It's Zoo Brigade, but the really interesting thing here is that not only were they on the 3 Fractal, 3 Kit, 3 Nerval, 2 kaross of a typical Zoo Package, as well as Triple Ash, Triple Droll, Triple Nib, Triple imperm, Triple Revolt, they 're also and this is a really interesting thing their zoo package is a, a lot bigger than most I mean you're looking at one ram one whip one uh rat and triple thoroughblade isn't it normally uh one one and one instead of three of anything yeah normally you're not running thoroughblade at all interesting so to be running three thoroughblade is wild well obviously it uh it uh worked out for them yeah, But
3: then comes the question, did it actually work out, or did it just so happen to fall into place?
2: I think it actually worked out, because I think the principle behind it is, if you have a Thoroughblade, you can Normal Summon Thoroughblade and put another monster in Grave, which is fuel for your Tribe Brigades. Oh, that's fair. So, but... The only thing that you have to keep in mind is that you have to discard a zodiac card for Thoroughblade. So you're only running seven zodiac cards. And obviously you're not going to discard you know, Barrage. Yeah. I think the only zodiac card you would discard for Thoroughblade is probably another Thoroughblade. I mean, you could discard Ram Ram. If you discard Ram Ram, that's like full combo. Oh, well, there we go. But why only play one Ram Ram? Hmm. I don't know. I would, only, I would love to hear his logic behind that.
3: Yeah, if only we could pick this individual's brain. Also, is that a is that a play of uh, Forbidden Chalice in the side? It absolutely
2: is, which is if you look at it, he's not running any like outrageously expensive cards. He's not running Ice Dragons Prisons, he's not running Forbidden Droplet, he's not running Stable Tactics Talent. You say that, but he's got a pair of Alpha in the side. Alphas are 20 bucks. And Zeus and uh, Extra. Okay, yeah, a single Zeus. Sure. That's the most expensive card in his entire deck.
3: Yeah, oh yeah.
2: Well, and the one access code.
3: Yeah. And the. uh. Well, oh, no, 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 that's Desires, not uh,
2: Extravagance or. Right. Desires yeah. is cheap. Oh yeah. I mean. He did it. Yep. So. First place was Zoo Brigade. Second place is Dragon Link. Seems to be your bog standard Dragon Link. Actually, chamber, two no, that's that's actually not standard. They normally run two chamber.
3: Uh, You mind zooming in right next to the chamber for me real quick? Is that
2: Rocket Synchron? Yeah, he's running two Rocket Synchron. You don't see that very often. Well, he's he's running the one boreload Savage. He's running the...
3: Yeah, Hot Red Dragon Archfiend Abyss. And you, the
2: Chaos Ruler.
3: You normally only run... Oh, that's why he's running too. He's running the uh, he's Halka Brack. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. yep. He's doing some H- Halka
2: Brack shenanigans. So, uh, this seems like a small monster lineup. He's not. He's not even on Leviannier. No, he is. He, he's at the bottom. It's, oh, I, it's, I didn't it's, see all those monsters. It, yeah, at the bottom.
3: it's a, it's at a weird. It's in a weird order.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure is.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like he's got.
2: Yeah, it's just an awkward order, is all. I think it's just a tech choice to not run the. Um,
1: uh, I think it's just
2: a check to not run the second chamber because maybe. Like I mean, realistically, when you can cut one chamber, which allows you to still do your main core plays, and then now you get to run like a play set of triple tactics talent. Well, I mean, the whole it's point good. behind the
3: dragon maids is the first dragon maid fetches you tidying, which then at the end of your opponent's turn fetches you your other chamber. Right, but which then which then guarantees
2: you a follow-up play. Yeah, that is true. I think he leaned more into though the attempt to be able to. Um. I don't know. Right? I mean, main decking the Gamma package. You have to think that he's trying to attempt more, if possible, to activate effects in hand and grave while keeping his field blank for as long as possible.
3: Maybe, maybe. If there's a
2: way for Dragon Link to do that. Honestly, I don't know. Or maybe. if there was a way. There's not a way anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, come July 1st. Yeah. Uh, and your let's other, see. Your other two top four deck lists are Dragon Link and Prank Kids. Yeah.
3: Um, the Prank Kids looks like your very bog-standard Prank Kids. I like the way he has his organized.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I was looking at this. This is beautiful. Yeah, so like... Okay,
3: so it's, it's set up in a uh, four rows of ten cards each. So the first row is
2: just his hand traps he set it up less in rows and more in columns yes
3: yeah, so he has his, his hand traps and he has Roxy's, Fancies Lampsies and Dropsies Dropsies not in that particular order and then his three of then his three uh, three of uh, non-monster cards and then his
2: one of's, all in one column it's great it looks yeah. very he's, nice he's running who is that Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7,
3: 8, 9, 10, 11, ofs. Yeah, uh, hey, mind doing me a favor and zooming in on his extra deck real quick? I want to look at something. I noticed something in his main. I want to see if he's doing it uh, on the, on the fusions. All right. Ah, he is. He's running, um, okay, so he's running the instant fusion in the main Uh to pull out, um, uh, Thousand Eyes Millennium. Millennium Eyes Restrict, is Millennium Eyes Restrict, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. I Um, don't think he is. Yeah, but like... I mean, if he is, great. Because what you can do is that if you open InstaFusion, you just immediately InstaFusion, a thousand eyes, Millennium Eyes Restrict. I think he's using it to grab... Uh, prank kid's rocket ride because it's level five. Maybe it might be do, grab rocket ride. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember somebody. Uh, I remember seeing another build earlier where somebody was running that for the Molly Molly's restrict. Because then, if your opponent attempts to hand trap, you can just negate one hand trap.
2: Yeah, and what you can do is you can use it to go into. Uh, you can use it to go into the prank kid's rocket ride, which will allow you to. Basically, have an instant link fodder because the three that he's running there are the uh, uh battle the, we- in- the weather washer, the rocket ride, and the battle and butler. Yeah, so he's not running that, but still, that's it Really, I don't know if that's normal to have the instant fusion for the, for the hmm. rocket ride play, but it's interesting. I like it. Oh, yeah. Um, also, he's running Toad.
3: How is he making Toad? Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's how. Dropsies is uh, level two. I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. So j- j- just if he ever if he ever, uh, has an... has an Aqua. In, yeah, if he ever has an inboard of two uh, Dropsies, you can just overlay the two huh. into Toad. That's interesting. D- uh, probably what happened was he had an, he had an extra deck slot and it was like, I don't know what to put in there. Oh, wait, these are Aqua.
2: Toad. So this is what I find. Okay, you know what? That's top four. And I think we have... A uh, couple of decks from top eight. All four of the top eight decks. Okay. Okay. Cool. Here's the other four top eight decks. This is pure zodiac, which is pretty standard. Uh, ten zoo monsters. He cut one whip tail for a bunny blast. Then your tankies, your barrage, and then like I said, tons and tons and tons of. Back row and effect negation. He's on main deck Skullmeisters, Effect Veilers, Ash Blossoms,
3: Desires, yep.
2: Imperm, uh, Strikes, Judgments, Imperial Order, Macro Forbidden Chalice. Yep, Forbidden Chalice in the main. It's got all love. kinds
3: of stuff in the main. Uh, he's got, what is that? He's got Harpy's Feather Duster, Cosmic Cyclone over Twin Twister, which is an interesting choice.
2: Yeah, Cosmic Cyclone has like better matchups against certain cards, just not all cards.
3: Yeah. In gen in general, you'll find uh, Twin Twister to be the better option.
2: It really depends on the meta at the time because oh yeah, sometimes Twin Twisters is not a better option, and sometimes it's like a way better option.
3: Oh yeah, again, it depends on what you're going up against, what you expect to see, blah 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 blah. So, uh, Lightning Storm,
2: uh, Cycle Reader. Here's where it gets really interesting.
3: Triple Contact C. Which, if we go back to all the top, other top decks, they all yes.
2: all but like what one of them ran contact C. Yeah. So this was something that we were. I was. I was going to save it for the end, but we can do it now. Is so this the top eight deck lists. First place, play set of contact C. Second place, a play set of contact C in the side. Third place, two contact C in the side. Fourth place was not running contact C. Fifth place, a play set in the side. Sixth place. Or well, the other four top eight deck lists. It's not fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth because they didn't play it out. But uh, top eight deck one has two in the side, three in the side. Top eight deck two has three in the side. Top eight deck three was not running it, and top eight deck four has two in the side. Two to three in the side deck for six out of eight of the top eight players. That's insane.
3: Oh yeah, no, we can absolutely say that contact C is currently in vogue. Um, and I mean it's it's a good card. Um. For those of you who don't know, uh, when your opponent normal special summons, um, you can special summon your opponent's field. Uh, the control of this card, if they ch- attempt to perform a link, synchro, exceed, or fusion summon, they have to use the contact C as the material for it. Right. Um. Which, uh, which unless the Dragon link player has prepared for this in advance and is running something like ID, uh, like IP Masquerina or Beat Cop from the Underworld, is going to shut them down. Um, It shuts down uh, Zoo Brigade. By that I mean Zoo and Tri Brigade because I don't think they have any links or exceeds they can make with it, considering it's an earth insect monster. Um, Yeah. yeah, uh, Invoke Dogma Dolls can't really do anything with it either. Um, Prank Kids can't do anything with it because all their stuff is very specifically Prank Kids to make other prank kid stuff just just as examples overall it's a great card and you have to prepare your
2: extra deck for it in advance for it's not just yeah you really have to have a plan for it going into these events i mean realistically even against a deck like i mean i mean realistically even against a deck like drytron they can do all their ritual stuff but they're singular out to that card is getting another level six on board and making Beatrice exactly? Which don't get me wrong, it's very realistic. But if you wait till after they've already gone into Beatrice once and then do it,
3: you, oh yeah, they yeah they that don't that messes an, them up pretty good. Yeah, especially if they don't, especially they haven't already put a negate on board uh, before right. making Beatrice. So now Drytron players have to think: Should I make my negate now, or wait until after Beatrice, where I can even possibly even use the negate to make more negates?
2: The only thing is that. In a deck like Drytron, you can realistically take what you have on board and go Link 4 and make Appaloosa. Oh, yeah. Worst case scenario. The issue with a deck like Tri Brigade doing it, though, is that if you wait to contact C until after the Tri Brigade has... So, basically, you wait until after they've activated their first Tri Brigade effect, then... Which you'd have to wait for them to summon that Tri Brigade that they're going to activate the effect of. Right. So, for example... They activate Fractal, send to Grave, uh, Fractal, send Kit, Kit, send Nerval, Nerval switch Karas. Normal summon Karas. Okay. That's when We're you contact here. C them. Right. No no, 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 no. No. Wait till they activate Karas and banish probably two for cost to go into mm-hmm. either Jeet or Bearbrum. And the second that, that that summon happens, that's when you contact C. And the reason is. Once the Tri-Brigades have activated their effects, for the rest of the turn, you're only allowed to use Beast-Beast-Warrior oh. Wing, and Winged Beast as link materials. And Contact-C is an insect. So, if you wait till after they've activated one of the Tri-Brigade effects, then they can't just go link 4 right there into Opelousa because they can't link with the Contact-C. Y- Oh, that's a good point. And then
3: they're stuck with whatever they put on board.
2: That is literally their end board. They literally cannot make another play. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how that deck plays around contexty.
3: Yep, you, you, you've you made a fine point. Uh, but, I mean, you're also the supergate player. I'm not. I don't. Uh, but, like, so like, against Dragon Link, if they don't have IP mascarena or Be from the Underworld, which are the only two cards I can think of off the top of my head... um. That's it. They passed her. <laughs> um, yeah. Because literally all because literally all the other uh, pretty much all the other cards in the entire deck all require that you use dragons to make them. Um minus of course like Unchained Abomination which you which if they hit you early enough you're not going to have the materials to make if you're running Unchained Abomination or Boral Sword, same deal if they hit you too early, you're not going to have enough materials to make it, to make the thing in the first place. Um let's see it's level 6 so they have to have a level 2 tuner to go into borload savage um which they don't run their tuners are tracer and uh, rocket synchron only who is level 4 and level 1 right so it so unless they start so yeah then they they probably have to start running level set like uh run a level 7 synchro and just so they can somehow cheat out the synchron and Sync, uh sink seven pretty much yeah it's no, no bueno mm. but it but if you're uh, prepared in advance for it it's not gonna stop you but it's definitely gonna slow you down a whole bunch right uh i mean like i said as far as drytron is concerned um after the mate Beatrice that's it turn pass well they also go they also don't make a lot of extra monsters to begin with yeah it,
2: yeah it's primarily I'm going to make Well, herald. I mean they use they make Mubeta fafnir Yeah they use um they like I said Mubeta fafnir beatrice realistically they can make Zeus um hilariously they can if needed if needed they can activate diviner of heralds send herald of the arglight so diviner will be or send entis I think Harold is level Is Harold of the Arclight 4 or is it I think it's 1. No, how it's a it's a synchro. How are you going to have a level 1 synchro?
3: Oh. Okay, my bad. I'm thinking I'm thinking diviner.
2: My bad. Yeah, no, diviner is level 2. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um Harold of the Arclight level 4. Okay. So, yes, it is. I had to find one. So, realistically, you normal summon diviner, send Harold Diviner becomes level six, and you can special summon a Drytron from hand, and Synchro seven. Yeah, <laughs> that would be silly. Oh, it's not just a would be silly. It is a very realistic play. Oh yeah, but I mean, what I mean, <sighs> even if they were to do that, what synchros would they even go into? The best Synchro seven in the game, nuke the board oh black rose dragon yeah yeah it's not really a realistic play it, it could be a desperation recovery play but it's not it's not really like an actually realistic play that yeah yeah would be reasonable nobody would be crazy enough to do that in any kind of a tournament
3: yeah ex- especially
2: on turn zero i don't think anyone black rose on turn zero no you wouldn't do it on um, turn zero but if you're like in top decking mode and you top deck a diviner yeah, if yeah. you have any ritual or Drytron monster in hand or field, to tribute, that's like an actual play. Like normal summon, Diviner send Herald, use Herald to search your ritual, and then use your Drytron engraved to tribute that ritual to summon the Drytron. It's a one card Black Rose. Yeah, but, but yeah. and then you can nuke the field and go into your recovery plays.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, using the Black Sea as the the black like, Sea. the contact He has a material for the black rose because you know. Oh um, well,
2: okay, well, okay. That's that's completely different. I, I'm just saying. I wasn't talking about playing around with contact See, I'm just saying that, like, that's a play. Like you said, a They don't use their extra deck. Oh, fair enough. They have plays um, where they use their extra. Deck. Yeah, 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 but yeah, but like said, so, but like. All and they, they, they really, the thing that they really do is they would they would just link away the context scene to make like a three or four and get Appaloosa. Yeah, like pretty like pretty much that's their only their only way to out is either that or they would attempt to make Beatrice with it. They could also link it away for Nightmare Phoenix. I mean, Drytron, oh, yeah. Drytron, it really doesn't do anything against.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is disappointing. Yeah, but like, but I mean, Prank Kids it shuts them out because um, it, it
2: murders Prank Kids and Tri-Brigade if done at the yeah. right time.
3: Yeah, yeah, because in, uh, in order for prank kids, in order for them to actually properly go off and put out enough monsters to then go into a uh, uh, multiple negate Appaloosa or a access code uh talker, they need to link their Roxy's Famsies,
2: and Dropsies off uh, to well, get their effects. Well, it's not even that. If they normal summon, like say, for example, they normal summon uh, Roxy's right? Mm-hmm. Or any of the prank kids. They normal summon any prank kid. And you immediately respond with contact C. They just lose. Because they can't link their prank kid off to make Meow Meow move. Yeah, which means that they'd have to start running like
3: Nightmare Phoenix or Nightmare Cerberus and go into them on turn zero.
2: They don't have the extra deck space to do that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Which is another problem for them. Um, You know, so then they have to start... Considering what they need to deck, what they can functionally deck out, just to prepare for this one card, it's kind of ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean, like they can't, they can't do that. They they just can't do it, you know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and then same thing was with a with a uh, uh, you know the zoo. You just got with a tribe brigade. You just got hit them the right spot. Zoo, same thing. <clears throat> um. You know, unless they're doing something funky with uh, pure zoo, yeah. You know, and they're running a generic Link Two in the extra deck.
2: Okay, let's for let's some let's, reason. let's take this. Um, let's take this list right here that got yeah. Third place. Let's see triple cat, triple. Well, it's triple meow meow moo. Yeah, triple of the uh, the Link, rooster. Yeah, and one of the other Link Two, which is Bow Wow Bark, I think. Yeah. So, and then you have an Aussie the Earth Charmer. You have. A uh, a night a nightmare unicorn. Wait,
3: what's the materials on Earth Charmer?
2: Oh god. You're hitting me off the cuff here. Sorry. I um, think it might just be any monster and then one earth monster.
3: If that's the case, they can just link they can link into uh Oswa. Can they really? Yeah, uh contact C is an Earth Monster.
2: Uh, two monsters including an Earth. Yeah, they can yeah. do that. Yeah, there you go. Never mind. they
3: However, they're forced to do it, which is less than ideal. Yeah. But that's probably why this guy was running the Oswe to begin with, is just in case that exact situation happened, where he normal summons um, Roxies or Fanzies or whatever, and his opponent just immediately contacts Eason, and he can then just go into Oswe the Earth Charmer and keep going. Yeah. And he, he probably won't be able to put out the board he wants to put out, but he can still put out a board instead of just passing turn, which is a great improvement for real. Uh, long story short for this long rant is contact C is good and yeah. it is currently in vogue. So be prepared for it.
2: Yeah. So in this last weekend of this format, if you're entering any tournaments, I mean, realistically be, be prepared to see contact C cause that, that's a very spicy tech card right now.
3: Oh yeah. Um, and then, you know, moving on into, uh, the, Format into the upcoming format, um based on I mean, all that's really leaving is Dragalink and Pure Zoo, and even then, I'm pretty sure both of those are only
2: temporary. So the thing is, and well, real quick, there was there was one more event, which was the PPG Regional, but we have an extreme, we have had an extremely hard time trying to find. Uh, actual results for that without yeah. having to go back and rewatch the entire thing i know that top four had at least one drytron zodiac uh zodiac Brigade, and one dragon link with one more i don't know what the fourth deck was but uh the finals was drytron versus zoo brigade and drytron won in three games
3: Okay, okay, that, okay. That's still interesting.
2: So, all of these tournament results—they tell us what they tell us that a lot of the fears the ban list addressed some serious issues, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, it addressed dry. Tr- I mean, it addressed Zodiac, and it addressed. Dragonlink, Dragonlink, which were two of the most well represented decks at these tournaments. It represent it even it even touched Dino, which was maybe not super well represented, but it's a top meta deck. Oh yeah, um, and still very interesting
3: how no how people chose to not play that that one particular deck, and I don't know why. That
2: kills me because real, I, I, in my opinion, I think that Dragonlink is probably. As far as the meta that we're leaving, it was like a top tier deck that just didn't see a ton of play. I don't know if it was because nobody wanted to shell out for the scrap chimeras, or if it was just because people just—I'm
3: thinking it's because people just didn't want to shell shell out the uh, shell out the forty dollars for the forty fifty dollars for the scrap chimeras. Ooh, I let mine go at sixty, bud. That's why I said forty to fifty. Right. I, I don't actually know what they're currently at. Um. Yeah, but then comes the question: Is contact C? Attack for this format, or do we keep playing it into July?
2: I mean, when you think about it, with Dragonlink gone, and your top decks being probably Drytron, tribrigade Brigade, Brigade. Probably still Zoobrigade, honestly.
3: Yeah, po- yeah, possibly even very well still Zoobrigade, because
2: Zeus is still... <laughs> <laughs> well, so the crazy thing about the Zoobrigade deck is it actually just got a little bit more versatile, because all you really need is to normal summon rat, dump <clears throat> Ram Ram, go into 9 summon Ram Ram back, and it's automatically enough link material for a... Uh, Babram? F- no, you can't go into Bebrum, because nope. it requires two brigades
3: Unfortunate.
2: But you can go into Ferjite,
3: Oh, uh, which then gets your tri brigades going,
2: right? Okay, so it kind of it's still worth it to play because then late game, if you still haven't seen a zoo, and then you see like a ram ram or a rat late game, you can still make a Zeus. Yeah, yeah, you can still you know go into Borpo,
3: attack direct.
2: Right, but now pop, with, pop, no, pop zoo. with no with no Dryden. You, like, realistically, since you don't have Dryden, you don't need to run Tiger Mortar either.
3: Ah, so that immediately frees up two extra deck slots for right. something
2: else. Could, could either be another Chalk and 9 You could even put in a, a second Chalkanine and, and a Hammer Kong. That way you can still make, like, a, f- a four-stack Zeus. mm mm-hmm. um, Or, like, instead of, you could literally just deck out the Dryden and into Hammer Kong. And leave the Tiger Mortar there. That way you can make a four-stack Zeus. Or you can deck in like a second Chakunine and maybe like a Nightmare Phoenix or something. Yeah, and that, that would... That way you have a little bit more versatility.
3: Yeah, and it would also help you get around any contact Cs that attempt to jump on your arm. Because, yeah, you know...
2: Yeah, it would... So, basically you run Nightmare Phoenix exclusively in case you see a contact C.
3: Yeah,
2: pretty much. Um, but
3: then it would also still allow you to use it as Link material because it's a Winged Beast.
2: Oh, it's a fiend. Oh, I thought it was Wing a beast. Nope. All oh. the nightmares are fiends. Never
3: mind. Unfortunate.
2: Yeah. The issue, though, still results if they wait till after you've activated one of the yeah, effects. Yeah. You can't. You can't even go into it. Yeah. Yeah. But still, still, it's it's a thing. Yeah. So, but realistically, <clears throat> it doesn't really touch Drytron too much. But it's huge against Tri Brigade. It's huge against Prank Kids. And I think it might be good against Sky Striker, but I don't know about that, because I think... They have to make Zeke.
3: They would have to... We've we talked about this before. They have to make Zeke. They don't have any other choice. Um, could, Unless they're running some generic stuff in their extra deck. Um, If you're talking about just exclusively the Sky Striker stuff, they have to make Zeke. All right. the Because re- all the rest of them are Link 1s with of, of uh, Sky Striker Ace Monsters. Yeah, so... um. Which, based on what I've read of its effect, to me, with, where, with where, the, way, the way the rest of the deck seems to work, is less than ideal. Being forced to make a Zeke. You know, like your opponent dictates when you make the Zeke. Um, but it itself is still a Striker A, so they would just make Zeke and just keep going. So they might have to run more than one Zeke now or something. Right. But it does definitely make them have to redesign around
2: it. So looking forward not just in not just in what we saw out of these but looking forward what do we expect the best decks to be headed into the next format is it just the ones i listed or is there some other ones that you're expecting to see
3: uh well, well let's see I'm, i mean as far as i know pretty much exactly what you listed i mean um we might see some Utopia stuff coming up with all the stuff that with all the new stuff that they're printing for it.
2: I mean that won't be this format though because that's all that stuff's in the OCG, which is yeah, yeah. But I'm talking months and months away. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Like at this point, that's like two formats away, maybe.
2: Honestly, with the Cyber Strike Structure deck not coming out till October, I don't see us getting that. Stru- if if we get the Utopia Structure deck and we just don't, and we just don't put it like okay if. If they just if they don't just completely get rid of it like they did the Dragoonity one and make a side set out of it, God. Yeah, if they don't do that and we actually get the Utopia Structure deck, I'm thinking February. Yeah,
3: March maybe.
2: Yeah, I mean that's pretty far off. Yeah,
3: February 2021 at the earliest. Um, you know that like like that's pretty much all I can think of. Um, I mean unless there's like some new cards, well. I think that would ultimately depend on whatever comes out in King's Court, which is, again, Konami's giant secret. We don't know.
2: We yeah, only... we still don't know anything about that set as of recording this. We know
3: exactly two cards that are coming out, and then they hinted at a third, which could be one of two cards.
2: Yeah. We don't um, know any... All we know is it's going to be this, what, 62?
3: 63? 62, 62 card cards? set, something like that. Yeah. Oh, we also know that the uh, Wicked Avatars are being reprinted in it. The Wicked Gods, I mean, are being reprinted in there.
2: Okay, so those three. Yeah. So and realistically probably King's Knight, Queen's Knight, Jack's Knight. And yeah. Arcana Knight Joker. Yeah. So that's already seven cards, all of which suck.
3: Yes, yeah, so like yeah, yeah. So like even with the two new cards that they got, uh one of them is Arcana Knight Joker. No, Joker was King's Jack and Queen's Knight fused. Then there's the new Joker. It's like Arcana something Joker or um,
2: oh, oh it's so it's they have a new fusion for that. Yeah, no it's not a fusion it's just a oh it's just a monster yeah it's
3: just a normal monster um its effect is that uh whenever it's on the field you can just say you can just declare its name and so this, it's,
2: is, this is, it's a normal effect monster not like a normal monster
3: yeah it's an effect monster you and then you can make it make it uh functionally Jack's Knight King's Knight or queen's knight okay even if you're not running them <sighs>
0: hmm
3: um, so, realistically, you would, pr- if you're running the deck, you'd probably run three him and just not run Jax Knight, because he's level five.
2: Yeah, that would be one way to do it.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, we'll have to wait and see, um, and then they they do have a new fusion, who's the queen one. The queen. I think. I've seen up uh, pictures of her, but that's about it. Um like so, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, as far as the rest of this deck, the rest of the set, because, well, like how many, de- how many sets, did you- how many cards did you say? Like seven, eight?
2: Uh, yeah. So we know for sure, probably seven or eight. Yeah, that still leaves fifty, like fifty five cards. Yeah,
3: and who knows how many of those are going to be reprints, or you know, actually a new card. Um, again. You know, the whole set's
2: Konami's Big Secret, and I don't know why. What are some cards that you think that we could see reprinted in this set? Like, something that you actually expect Konami to say, you know what? It's time. Let's give that card a reprint. Oh, in, uh...
3: In, uh... King's King. Court? Yeah. Listen, listen. If they're being so hush-hush about it, it better be some good stuff. I'm I'm talking Lightning Storm. I'm talking another Forbidden Droplet reprint. I'm talking um, a Pot of Extravagance, Pot of Prosperity. I'm talking reprints out the wazoo
2: of all the expensive cards. So if they're keeping it this secret. So, typically what's been done is... Konami of TCG gets to pick all the reprints and collector's rares and all the set contents... For the mid to late summer set. Which is what King's Court is. This, they got to pick... Toon Chaos last year, which is why it's so such an awesome set. Yeah, they also get to pick the imports, whereas Konami—I don't know Konami OCG or whatever the—I think it's say. Konami of Japan. Yeah, well, we the, don't know the main Konami company. They get to pick everything for the March set, which is why you get that cruddy gro- ghost from the gross from the past. You know what I mean? Or uh, yeah, stuff that they think we would want, right? So, if it's if the same people get to do it, that got to do Tune Chaos, where we got Stardust Dragon and BLS collectors rares, which is great for retro formats. If we get if we get things like Tune Chaos, I mean, uh, Chaos Space, which was a great imp- uh, import. I mean, realistically, we could see. No women of uh, exterminate or uh, 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 Crossa designator. designator, yeah, which would be great. I mean, if if Konami TCG gets to choose the
3: cards, I could absolutely see that happening. Oh yeah, no, 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 I know. Like now that you, I don't, I don't even know that that was a thing. Now that you mention it, if that is the case, then yeah, very high. I, I'm
2: I'm thinking ninety percent chance of Crossa Designator, finally. And that's how you we like last time we got. I think Pot of Desires got a collector's rare and extravagant, or did Extravagance get the collector? It was Desires, because I know, yeah, because Desires got a rare and Extravagance got an ultra rare reprint. Yeah,
3: yeah, but uh, yeah, but like, either way, like, we really need. Yeah, Cross it was Des- Designator. Desires got the collector. We really need Crossout Designator.
2: Yeah, and Maxi. I think it's really cool, though. That I think there's good stuff to expect here. And I think we're also going to get that Utopia... uh, What is it? The Utopia S-Zero? The Utopic Dragon? Yeah, like
3: Utopic S-Zero or... uh, The Dragon that gives itself a 100,000 attack point.
2: Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, one of them.
3: Possibly both. That would be great. But no, it's going to be one or the other.
2: Yeah. I think looking ahead... We have Drytron... We have Prank Kids, we have Zoo Brigade, and maybe still some Dino, but I think Striker is going to be way more of a problem yeah. than people realize.
3: Oh yeah, no, it's it's going
2: to be everywhere. Um,
3: Then after about maybe a month or two, then we'll probably start seeing Dragon Link again.
2: Some but, of the new Dragon Link combos are really interesting.
3: Oh yeah, but I mean, it's gone from, oh, you better have two hand traps to... Just have one. You'll you'll turn in. You, you will end the turn. If placed in the right spot, probably.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. As opposed to if you want to turn, if you want to end their turn, you have to have two and you have to hit. You, know, you got to hit them perfectly. Right. Right. Um, compared to now, where it's a good, whereas a good one will limit their board real hard. Uh, place it right. You'll turn it. You'll end their turn right there. But hey. it's still a thing that they can do. But it's going to take a month or two of testing to retool it.
2: Here's an interesting little uh, game I'd like to play. So, this is spur of the moment. Caleb does not know about this. This will be off the top of our heads. Okay. We will do a draft. And we will pick side deck options heading into the new format. So... Basically, build your side deck. Here's the catch. We cannot use the same cards. So, build your side deck going into the coming format. Just five cards. You say one. I say one. Oh, okay. I see. Uh, if it's like a fantasy football <clears throat> draft where it's a snake draft, whoever goes first will get picks one, four, five. So... If you go, the round will snake. So you go one, two, and then two, one, one, two, two, one, back and forth. So you can either have picks one and four, or you can have picks two and three.
3: Uh, I'll do two and three.
2: Okay, so I'll pick one, then you'll pick two, then I'll pick <clears throat> two, you'll pick two, yeah. two, back and forth until we each have five. Yeah. Okay, so if I'm going first and I have to pick a side deck card heading into the new format, should we do it on a budget or just best side deck cards in general?
3: I would say just in general, um, because I don't have the, because I don't have a phone, so for me to just pull up card prices off the top of my head.
2: That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> so, the best side deck card heading into the new format. I think, I think it might honestly be, oh, hold on, wait, let me think about this. Do you want to do side deck cards or just tech cards in general? Oh, let's stick it to side deck, my dude. Okay. Well, then I'm not <clears throat> going to say Solemn Strike because I think that that's a main deck card. Mm, I think it's one of those cards that you that
3: could be in the main or the side depending upon what deck you're playing. But I completely understand nine times out of ten. Is if you're running it, it's probably going to be a main deck card. Honestly, I think I might <clears throat> have to go
2: with uh, Forbidden Chalice. Ooh, that's a good one. Like I didn't have it in my top ten staple <clears throat> cards to own under five dollars list that we did a while back, but I love that card in this upcoming format because realistically you can blank a tri brigade, you can blank diviner of heralds. I mean the the options that you have are endless. Oh yeah, most definitely.
3: Uh, so my for for me picks two and three are going to be imperial order. Cause you flip Imperial Order and you just extend the GG to
2: the Skystriker player. I mean, if realistically, if they're playing the Eldritch Engine with it, they can send Eldritch yeah. in one from hand. But yeah, but no, yeah. if, if they're pure yeah.
3: Skystriker, extend the hand of
2: GG. Yeah, cause that's it. It's done.
3: Yeah, like, yeah. Like unless, like unless they opened with Twin Twister or cyclone or harpy's feather duster speaking of which my next pick is going to be harpy's feather duster that's a great pick
2: though io that's a great pick oh yeah Uh,
3: but for me pick number three would be harpy's feather duster
2: also a great pick because if you can hit it at the right time duster crushes striker it can in theory crush prank kids depending on how they set up their board uh it can be rough it can be super rough for Tri brigade yeah, it's a great card. This coming uh, format. Yeah, and then any control.
3: Uh, uh, do you want to go ahead and include Twin Twister and Cosmic Cyclone there as
2: well, or? Um, yeah, that's fine. We can just call it general back row removal. Yeah, yeah, general. I activate this. Your back row is gone. Right, because um, I think they all kind of follow into the same category where it's like generic back row removal. Yeah.
3: Um. However, Harpies. Uh, however, the the only issue about Harpies Feather Duster compared to Twin Twister and Cosmic Cyclone is that it's not quick play. But there's a there's no cost, and B it's not one or one or two cards. It's the entire back, your opponent's entire back row. Right. So you could easily wipe out six, uh, six spell, uh, six cards with one with you activating this one card.
2: I don't know about easily six because I feel like
3: <clears throat> unless something they got something weird, funky that's trainable, like uh, well they would
2: have to have a field spell up too.
3: Yeah, like a IDP. So like an like an invoke player who. It, who kind of bricked a little bit so they put only put out like one invoked monster they had, they got their field spell and they got like five back
2: row for some reason i don't see that happening too often but even if you can get like two or three off of it you're still going plus
3: yeah 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 oh yeah no exactly and i could even see some situations where a one-for-one trade-off with harpy's feather duster is well
2: worth it yeah so um, the next thing the next number on my list, my number, the number four of pick, my second pick, is Droll and Lockbird. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah, that that card just murders Drytron mm-hmm. uh, and invokes it all Dogmatica.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, just any deck that that relies on adding cards to hand, um, like Tri Brigade. I think their whole thing is we they flood their graveyard with stuff rather than their hand. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, even though... So, the Dry Trons can't search all their um ritual monsters. They can't search a ritual spell. Yeah. Like, once you hit it, that first one, it just turns the whole deck off. Um, Big oof. It also shuts down the Invoke All Dogmatica deck. Because, like, activate Meltdown, search Alistair, hit Droll. him with Droll. Yeah. Or yeah. you can... If they activate they- Nader Servant, you can... They'll send Apkilon, search Ecclesia, and then... App clone automatically so it's app clone and then droll chain to app clone yeah because, app co- clone, because they both automatically activate but turn player goes first so yeah their app clone your droll and then because of your droll their app clone fizzles f- yeah more or less yeah well it resolves resolves, without, resolves without effect
3: yeah so,
2: um
3: but yeah, no, droll great option um fantastic card
2: I think my next pick after so, my first pick was Chalice. My second pick is Droll. I think my third pick, I'm going to Biru. Also
3: great card. Lots of combo decks on, you know, summon number five. Yep. Yeah. Um, you can hit Prank Kids, sometimes even during your own turn. Which I find absolutely hilarious, and I didn't learn about until literally right before we started recording.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, gotta count them summons during your own turn too. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um You prank kids it hurts, dry trying it hurts. Uh Dinosaur if they get going and they don't use the misc early, it hurts. Um it's pretty good card. Oh yeah, most definitely. And and Zubergate, you can hit Zubergate on your own turn because they'll go revolt, summon four for Shurag, summon Shurag to banish. That's five summons. Yep. There you go, Nibiru. So yeah, is that five summons or is that one summon? No, no,
3: I, I'd have to read Revolt, um, but I'm ninety percent sure they all come out the exact same time, so that would be classified as one summon. I think I'd have to look at the specific ruling. Hmm. That, that that that's a little iffy, iffy. Uh, because yeah, we actually had this exact question about uh, that interaction with Winda. Um, and basically in that situation, Revolt would special summon out all the monsters, and then the Link Summon wouldn't happen.
2: Yeah, all right. You get two more picks. Okay, let's see. Well, you get these two. Yeah. In a row, and then there's one more after.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, since you said Droll. I'm going to pick the graveyard version of Droll and say Skullmeister.
2: That is big brain.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, because um, you know, to shut off all graveyard effects, um, that would include things like Benton searches, um, all you know, uh, Pitch, Fractal. Chain Skullmeister. Even if they have foolish burial to get, even if they're running foolish burial for some reason to get more stuff in the grave, they still don't get the mills off. Right. Um. Just as two examples. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Uh, it stops the um outlet traps from banishing themselves. Can't even activate yep, their effect again with to do the search. So it's so it turns off the engine for the uh for that end phase of all their end phase shenanigans. Yeah, I like that pick. That's about it. Uh, and then after that, I would have to say Ash Blossom.
2: Ash Blossom's a main deck card. Fair enough. If I'm not picking some Strike, you can't pick Ash Blossom. Okay, you got me there. Fair enough. In which case, I'll say Ghost Bell. There you go. That's a good
3: pick. Which is both, in some situations, it's better than Skullmeister. In others, it's actually going to be worse than Skullmeister. I feel that. Yeah. Um because in the case of skull, so with the case of Skullmeister, somebody banishes um a card for, uh banishes a card for cost to activate to activate the graveyard effect. Uh for instance with the effect of chaos space. Um uh Skullmeister can't stop that. Right. Ghostbell can. Yeah. Ghostbell doesn't care. Yeah. So um, that that's the big reason why I could see
2: somebody running both. So I've got my last two picks here. I'm gonna take Jabated. I got Contact C. Of course. I mean it's good. It is. We've discu- we've discussed this like
3: for a good chunk of this episode, Contact C is currently in vogue. Um get them all you can. They're about two
2: dollars for a common. I mean, it's only got common printings. Yeah, but
3: one of them's two dollars, the other one's three right now. And I remember when they were sixteen cents a pop.
2: Yeah. So for those of you who like stocked up on these congrats. stonks. Yeah, congrats. Uh yeah, I'm gonna take contact C here. The card's too good against decks like Prank Kids and Tri Brigade to really exclude it. So and the last card I'm gonna take is Lancia, because it can still shut down Dinosaur except even harder now. Um, It can shut down... It hurts on Invoke Shadow Dogmatica, things like that. And it it can turn off Tri-Brigade, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, For my last pick, uh,
3: I'm probably going to say Forbidden Lance.
2: That is a spicy tech. I love
3: that. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so... You know, me thinking. You know, what am I gonna play after Dragonlink? Uh, right now I'm leaning toward uh pure sh- pure traps all. My immediate thought with Lance was, oh, I can Tori while Winda's up and not care. Um, Activ- yeah, because yeah, I can go activate Tori in response. No chain Lance on my own. Uh, Winda. Yeah, my Winda loses 700 attack, but then if they just special got their one special summon for the turn. And then lost their monster from Torrential Tribute. Yeah. Doesn't matter.
2: All right, everybody. Well, there's our lists. My list is Forbidden Chalice. It is drolan Lockbird. What was my third card? I don't remember. We should have been talking. Nibiru. Should- yeah, Nibiru. Yeah. Drolan Lockbird, Nibiru, Artifact Lancia, and that fourth card that I picked. Yeah. We should have kept better track of yeah, this. Yeah, we should have took notes on this. I promise, this was a spur-of-the-moment thing. Neither of us knew whether this was happening when the
3: podcast <laughs> started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, then, you know, like, like like the big thing for me was the... Oh, context-y. contexty. yeah, yeah. Like, for me, it was... uh, I don't remember the first one. <laughs> Second one
2: was... Your first one was, like, Harpy slash Twin Twister and IO.
3: No, yeah, yeah, it was Imperial Order and then Harpy's Feather Duster slash twin twister slash cosmic cyclone. Back row removal cards. Yeah, background removal cards. Uh and then it was Skullmeister Go and Ghost Bell. and then Lance.
2: Yeah, Forbidden Lance.
3: Woo, Forbidden Lance.
2: Woo! Man. Yeah. Yeah. We but, have terrible memories.
3: Yeah. But yeah, but again, like with the Lance option, it's just there's lots of Oh, actually I just solve another application for it. What? Protects from wind uh, from a widow anchor. Oh, true. Yeah, activate Widow Anchor targeting the sponsor Chain Lance.
2: True. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, just me thinking. Bleh. It's got its applications. It really does, especially when there's so many power spells in today's game. Oh yeah, that uh, either a target
3: or b or just kind of blanket, so you know your so you can control what you lose a little more. Right.
2: Um. Or you know, just go negate. <laughs> well, everybody, that will wrap us up for today's podcast. I hope we rambled long enough for you. If we didn't, feel free to go back and re-listen to previous episodes or hit us up on Twitter and we will chat with you just for you. Just reach out to us and we will just hit you back with your own personal response. We ask that you follow us on Twitter at TopCutPodcast at JamTheMan17 and at, at Chumley. We ask that you follow and subscribe to our sister channel over on YouTube. We have our own channel, but we also have another channel called Team Dark Arm Dealings that we work very closely with. It's other yeah. players from our locals, and it is a great channel with great content. Yeah, not our
3: actual YouTube channel, but it. But we but we it we might as well be part of them at this point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. So they support us. We support them. It's a team effort. We ask that you subscribe to everybody. Do all the things. We love it and support. We love the support so much. We were looking at the graphs for our analytics recently and it's just, just, just an up arrow. It's great. And we have you guys to thank for that. We have you telling all your friends. We have you sharing our stuff wherever you listen, wherever you talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! We appreciate that. Moving forward, we do want to ask a favor of you, our listeners. Please hit us up on whatever platform you heard about us on, whether that's Twitter, whether that's Reddit, however you heard about us, hit us up through that platform. Let us know because we want to be more interactive with our listeners on the platforms that they are on. Please let us know. Follow us. Links will be in the description to all of our social media as well as the Team Dark Arm Dealings YouTube channel. Caleb, you got anything else to add? Nothing I can think of. I think you put everything together quite nicely there. I'm good like that. Thanks, everybody. Y'all have a wonderful day. Take care, everybody.